You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience, passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hey everyone, welcome back to this episode. I am so excited today to talk about this topic of your CRM. So often uh, people aren't using their, their CRM to the best capacity, you know, and I talk about this all the time about um, your acres of diamonds that you're standing on. We always have our binoculars on looking for more and more and more referrals and, and leads. And while that's great, and of course we need to continue to grow our businesses, we fail to remember that we have all these great people already in our database and that we need to be utilizing our database better. And if this is you, if you're the person who has your database on your cell phone or your database in an Excel spreadsheet, um, you're not really getting the best out of your database that you could be. And obviously we all know that. So my guest today is William Grader. He has worked uh, really hard throughout his career in real estate marketing and CRM software to build multiple companies that drive success to uh, for real estate agents and agency owners. So listen, as you're listening here and you're a loan officer, this is something that you can share with your real estate agents. If you're a real estate agent, thank you so much. But listen in, take some great notes as we get started. And one other thing I want to say is that... Um, Make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel so that you can see and hear us and be sure to pay this forward as always. But I appreciate you listening in. Um, uh, let me tell you a little bit about a little bit more about William. We welcome you to the show, William. First of all, thank you for being here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, so with his marketing specialties, such as Google local service ads, and I know some of you are rolling your eyes because we all hear this all the time, Facebook lead generation, uh, brand building, all these conversions that you've been able to bring throughout uh, you know, the United States to these real estate agents. I know what people are thinking. So let's get started with why is this so, so, so important? We hear it is but maybe we don't understand why. Why is it so important that we that we are doing all of these pieces? Absolutely. So, I mean, the, the biggest thing is that outreach is only as far as you make it, right? And one of the things that we worked really hard to do is, is really help agents build a brand. And in the industry, that's one of the biggest ways that you can really stand out from other agents in your local market, right? You, people only know what they see and what they hear. So if you're just sitting there hidden on the sidelines, you're you're not really going to be seen. Um, and there's some statistics out there that people have to see a brand a minimum of seven times before they're going to actually remember it. So that's something that's always been extremely important to us when we're helping agents 
really try to drive their focus in their local marketplace. We've worked on some really amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, you know, this kind of reminds me of, you know, when we watch the Super Bowl or we're watching any TV and we see an ad and then we're like, you know, there, there's another break and we see another ad, the same thing over and over and over. You know, I, I mean, the one that pops to me is we have Liberty Mutual, State Farm, right? And the guy, uh, the guy, uh, my my pillow, right? They're, they're just the repetition yeah. that, that happens in that is so key. And I think so often we do random acts of marketing, you know, where, the, oh, I'll do a little here and myself included before COVID. You know, if I was late on an, an airplane was delayed, I was on the airplane, I'm like, well, I probably should do a little video. Hey, I'm late on an airplane, right? Um, and I think those random acts. So yeah, they might see me seven times over a period of eight months. And that's that's not the key. The key here is the repetition of doing that. So from a statistical perspective, that what, when should those seven times happen? I mean, should we inundate people and get them angry with us and say, okay, enough is enough. I don't even like you because I see you too much. Or is there a nice, happy medium where those seven should be shown? Absolutely. So we we actually have done a lot of testing with that. And what we've found is that, you know, when, when we're when we're having our clients drive direct mail campaigns through mailbox power, or we're having them do reach ads on on Facebook in their local marketplace, or whatever that may be. Um, we even follow up campaigns, as a matter of fact. So what we found the happy medium is, is to have those first couple outreaches done within the first couple of days. Right. And, and always speed to lead is one of the most important mm. things. So when you're doing lead generation, you, you have to be able to outreach to people immediately. Um, and after that fact, it's always good to have kind of an every other day for the first week. And then you, and then you kind of extend it out and, and then, you know, a minimum of monthlies are extremely important, but I always, I always like to see our clients, even if it's just something as simple as a safe search alert that is sent out once a week, that's something that's extremely important. Um, driving people back to your website, reading one of your blogs, Something that just keeps you top of mind is extremely important in all aspects. What's a safe search alert? What is that? Ah, yes. So a safe search alert is basically a, a list of properties that is sent to a lead, right? And so one of the things that we found many years previous is that our clients that have been with us long-term, years and years, we at the very start we had set up automated safe search alerts in their crms and what it did was it made it so that the people that were searching on facebook right they submit their information on a facebook ad and everybody's you know frustrated with facebook but what it did was it made it so that those people who actually had somewhat of an interest they when they were finally ready six months, a year, two years down the road, they were still searching on our agents' websites instead of going to Zillow or realtor.com and searching on those websites, then going down a new rabbit hole and finding a completely new agent. So automated safe searches, basically it sends out a specific list of properties that are perfect for that person. 
I'm just curious about this. Is the agent then when when they're sent out, they're not following up with that necessarily. It's just allowing for the seed to be actually the seed was planted when they first filled out information. But now what we're doing is watering that seed so that when the time is appropriate, the client will then call the agent that's involved, right? Absolutely. It's it's about driving that traffic back to your website. Yeah. You know, a lot of people nowadays, they think that websites are are somewhat pointless, but really websites today are all about driven traffic. Yeah. And so if it's just another touch point that's extremely important for an agent to be top of mind. So if you're yeah. if you're sending out text messages and monthly emails and save search alerts and a newsletter and reach ads, you're hitting all of these different touch points. And suddenly in these prospects' minds, you are the yeah. agent in their local marketplace that everybody knows. Yeah. But yeah. In, in all reality, it's just in in their circle. Yeah. yeah. Well, I call that in, 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 hopefully everybody knows this too. That's called the buying window because over time, if you think about a graph over time, the desire to make a move rises, right? So if time is our, is our horizontal access and then our uh, vertical access is desire. So over time, that desire continues to rise and then there's the buying window and you need to be there before, during, and after that buying window. And so often what I hear real, real estate agents say is if you know anybody who's looking to buy or sell their home, I'd like to you know apply for the job problem is they're already in the buying window and we have to make sure that that we get them before and after so i love i love what you're saying there um you know as far as that goes so what are some strategies that real estate agents could be using right now for lead generation what are some of the things that you're seeing out there in today's market given the fact that there's low inventory interest rates are high Many people, you know, have just decided they're going to sit on their sofa. You know, it's it's akin to, you know, when the when the pandemic came out, everybody's just watching, binge watching TV because, you know, nothing going on. What should they be doing? Absolutely. So, you know, we still to this day have clients that do well with Facebook ads, believe it or not. Um, but, you know, some of the other things that are doing really well are FISBO and expired campaigns. Um, we, I always love to say it this way. I see, I see agents, they go out there and they, they work really hard at, and, and spend a lot of money on trying to build these interesting, unique seller campaigns. Right. Right. And they spend $500,000 or more a month on running Facebook or Google pay-per-click ads. When in all reality, there's FISBO and expired data that's sitting right there. Those are people that either tried to list their home and couldn't and couldn't get it sold or a FISBO that probably needs help selling their home. And those are active sellers right there that if you have the right strategy and you hit them with the right touch points at the right time, you've just generated a nice listing. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. Um, expireds. What are you finding out with expireds right now? Because I'm actually, I'm curious to see why anybody would be expired because anything that comes on the market, you know, it's like white on rice, right? Everybody is like running to, to these listings. So why are they expired? And then the second question, I just want to make sure we get this answer in there is, Really, Fizbo's? Because I don't see a lot of signs that say, hey, I'm selling my house. Um, 
I'm, I'm, you know, and I, I'm not sure even for me, if I were to sell my house that I would go in a FISBO direction. So where are you seeing that? Is this in pocket neighborhoods? Is it in pocket areas? Is it a price point that you're seeing a lot of those for sale by owners? Um, Cause I'm really surprised about that right now in today's market. No, I, I know. And, you know, I actually get that same exact statement, uh, you know, brought up plenty of times, but in all reality, there's still tons of FISBO and expireds in the market right now. So we we use um, one main software that we suggest that our clients use, and that FISBO and expired data syncs daily into our clients' accounts, into their CRM. And then from there, we have automated text, email, voicemail drops. You can do automated direct mail campaigns. So we have multiple touch points that they have the ability to, to use, but... I, I'm surprised just like you are at how many FISBO and expireds there really are in a market right now. Um, it's, wow. it's kind of interesting. Actually. Yeah. Are you using mailbox? All power? over the United States. Yeah. Are you using mailbox power? For yes. That? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm very familiar with mailbox power. Yeah. yeah. My clients use mailbox power too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a powerful, yeah. powerful uh, software program, you know, for, for getting that kind of data to be able to granularly go into, Hey, I want people with 750 credit scores or more. Um, and only those people that have owned their house for yeah. seven years and have a hundred thousand dollars of equity. Right. I, that's how granular that can get. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Absolutely. People are are going after that. Um, you know, really a market that I don't see a lot of people going is why should I go to the expire? I mean, I, I'm not a real estate agent, but I would think, why should I go to the expireds? Because, uh, you know, I can't, I can't even understand why they'd be expired. <laughs> I'm just having a hard time wrapping that around my head. Today, I I can tell you that, yeah, I can tell you that, you know, we, so first off, we use a software called my plus leads. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the software that we have our clients utilize. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of agents use like Red X or Vulcan seven. Um, Those, those other two, in my opinion, they're a little more spendy and honestly, my plus leads is cheaper and it has the best data that we've found. So you're getting a ton of data points that's available to you with every single lead. You're getting phone numbers, emails, names, addresses, everything. Um, and so it, it's been really powerful in a lot of ways. But yeah, the the FISBO and expired market has been really great. And I can look at you know the hundred accounts all across the United States that we manage, and every single one gets multiple. FISBO and expired leads into their account every single day. Wow. So it's, crazy. it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Okay. So, so definitely FISBO and, and expired. So what are some other things that everyone could be doing? If we're not talking about maybe, you know, the, the technology about it, what are some human versions of what people could be doing that you're seeing is working, um, you know, for the real estate agents that you're talking to or that you help? Yeah, no, I I mean, the biggest thing that I try to scream from a rooftop over and over again is uh, put in the dials. Yeah, you got to sit down, you've got to put in the dials every single day. You need to set a call block session, whether that's 30 minutes or even if it's 15 minutes, I, I don't care. Get used to making those phone calls. And it's probably the biggest issue that I see throughout the industry is that realtors actually have 
a difficulty. They it's Probably tough like for it. them to just call call somebody random that they don't know. And I mean, I, I understand it, right? So I I did sales for our company for a while. So I have to call real estate agents and it's call, calling random people that you don't know and you're trying to tell them about your product. It, it can be difficult, but I'll tell you this, that there's a certain hump that you get over. Yeah. And after you've done that, you are extremely comfortable. Yeah. And when you become comfortable, people feel that over the phone. And yeah. so there's actually some pretty amazing statistics um, that were done by Harvard and MIT. And um, basically they said that if you call somebody a minimum of six times, you have over a 90% response rate, contact rate. Yeah. So um, we we always try to tell our clients, hit nine touch points. You know, if, if you can actually... You've got text messages, you've got emails, you've called them multiple times. You're going to know if they're interested or not interested at that point. Yeah. And I always like to explain it this way that, you know, if you're trying to find somebody who can buy a house, right? right. You're not going to get a hold of somebody at every moment of the day. Because if I'm somebody who actually has a job and works, enough to be able to actually buy a home. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not just going to be sitting around on a Tuesday morning, you know, You're I'm going to be at work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> yeah. I, I know and it's, funny. it's funny because I can't even get a hold of my kids, my grown kids during the day. You know, it's like I try to call and that didn't work. So then I text and I go, Hey, what, you know, whenever you get a minute, give me a call. Then they call me and I'm busy. And then I have to call them back. And you know, so connecting is, is pretty funny, um, you know, that you're saying that, but I, I love that you're saying this now. Do you help your clients with some scripting? Do you help them get over this hump? Do you work with them to, to help them with this part of it? Or is this something that, that, you know, that's not my specialty. My specialty is getting the data so that you know who to call. Yeah. So we've done tons of trainings. We have a lot of uh, videos on our YouTube channel as well. Right. We did, we did live trainings for, probably two years straight. Yeah. Um, and it, those are all on YouTube as well on our leads to ROI channel. Um, and yeah, we, we have dynamic call scripts inside of our system. So it's going to, for, for example, if you build a Facebook ad, um, one of the things we really love to do is we love to ask how many beds and baths would you like in your new home and what is your desired price range? And so that way, what, what we figured out is that by, by taking those answers that they, the lead provided on their lead forms, by by using that to your advantage in your cold call, it, it actually increased the answer rates drastically. And I, I don't mean answering the phone. I more mean like they answer and they say, hi, who is this? Uh, the moment you do that intro, a lot of people just hang up. But we, we actually had an ISA team for a long time and um, they they would put in calls. And so we we tweaked our call scripts consistently. And we finally figured out that by saying, hi, Jen, it looks like you submitted your information and you were looking for a three bedroom, two bath home between 300 to 400,000. Is that correct? Yeah. And you're actually feeding back something that they, it, it, they're, they're going to have to actually lie to you on the phone. <laughs> um, and right. that, that usually, it usually breaks the ice. Yeah. So, 
Well, and, um, and just, you saying, just to you saying that made me think, okay, three, two, 400. I was, I was actually going to a home in my mind, you know, and I think that's probably the psychology of it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I yeah. know that you do a lot with the lead side of things, but let's talk about the CRM itself. Um, you know, a lot of people have, they don't have to make a cold call, although they feel like it's salesy to call people. Um, but, but, you know, they've got these acres and acres of diamonds underneath them. And I know you do something, you know, you call it a little something different, but, but, you know, you already worked hard. You already have them in your database. You've already had some type of conversation, even if they're a prospect and they aren't, you know, someone who's closed business with you, um, what what are people missing there? Especially agents. You know, I mean, I look. I've coached agents who haven't called people in nine years, and I'm like, why? Yep. How dare you not do that? You are a. First of all, it's not a sales call to service call. Serve your client. Um. So what what are you guys working on? And as far as that goes, because I know you have a CRM aspect to your to your uh, services as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've worked really hard at creating a very unique CRM. And one of the things that I, I really love about our CRM that I think differentiates from a lot of the others out there is that we have kind of what we call a, a universal inbox. It's, it's an all-in-one conversations section. And so what I what I mean by that is that you basically have all of your different messaging channels all in one location. So your text messages, your emails, your WhatsApp messages, your chat widget submissions from your website or funnel, your voicemail drops, your Google My Business messages, your Facebook business messages, your Instagram business messages, the list goes on, right? And so what we've done is we've integrated all of those sources so that any responses that come in, they're going to come into one location, right? Oh, so so you're, you're no longer having to check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, you're no longer having to check all of these different yeah. places yeah. just to be able to realize yeah. that you have a, a message and, Hey, I need to call this person. So yeah. that I think has helped drive a lot of our clients' success is that they're able to actually get push notifications on their phone and they've just got one centralized location that that they're using to yeah. be able to do that outreach. And yeah. so with, with our mobile app, you can easily see those messages and reach right back out to somebody. So I think that's one extremely powerful part of our system that kind of gets underlooked um, because you know, it's, it's really easy with all of the software that, you know, I, I'm a marketing guy, right. And real estate agents, I know how many different systems yeah. they all have. Like yeah. there's a lot of agents out there, even our clients that have multiple CRMs, right. Yes. They like this one for this reason. And this one for, Oh, this has my website. And, and uh, then they've got 12 other pieces of software that they use. So um, being able to have all that in one area is really powerful. Yeah. And you know, that's the result of shiny object syndrome because they're trying to find 
the thing, the one thing that, you know, that works and there's, you know, and I love this and I'm, I'm actually disappointed that you only do this for realtors because I was thinking about, you know, I just went on, let's see, what did I do? I'm trying to figure all the things I went on a cruise, you know, it's called the marketers cruise. Every year I go on this marketers cruise. There's 450 people from all over the world who are marketers and business owners and funeral, par funeral parlor, parlor owner and owner was there is funny. So we have brick and mortar all the way to, you know, marketers it's not really marketers cruise that way it's a big business owner entrepreneur cruise and i think about all the people i want to follow up with right and i and then i've got some of them in we exchanged information on our phone and i forgot who they were and where did i put it and how do i find them again because i forgot that conversation and then right on the heels of that i went to another event where i was speaking and there were 600 people there and people wanted to share my information and some of the other speakers i want to have them on this show i want to have i'm get i'm making i'm purposely making everybody great cringe right now so i want to have them on my show but did i write it down i handed one to my assistant did she follow up with who is that person anyway i can't remember why i wanted them and then i went on a cruise with my husband and we met people and i want to meet them and then i came back and i spoke at another big event with 450 people and i want to follow up with them and i want to have them on my show and i want to talk to them about being on my television right and 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 i have them in, and they text me and i text them and then we put their information in my phone and so i don't have a text but i don't remember where they are some are through whatsapp some are through instagram right instant messaging and uh some of you know and i i'm like yep. oh my god i've got to go through all of these texts and figure out okay what's their name and what's and please oh god send me a picture i don't remember you and i think about the hassle but listen this is for everybody and if and if you heard me say that and it's freaking you out then this is exactly the kind of product that you need right Absolutely. And uh, by the way, I do want to throw out there that we actually do work with other niches also. Okay, so <laughs> one of the beautiful things about our CRM is that it can work for any niche, right? Yeah. It, it's not just real estate focused. Now, that's been our main focus for many, many years, and we've helped thousands of agents. But yeah. Um, we do also have another section in our company. Yeah, you need to help loan officers too, because this is a loan officer problem. This is an entrepreneur problem, you know, so, and most of the people that are listening are loan officers. You know, we also have people that are listening to the show that, that are real estate investors and they have that challenge too. You know, a, a possible, uh, you know, person who can uh, support their business, right? If they need some extra cash or someone who can find their business and, uh, or maybe it's a, you know, someone who can, who can, uh, you know, do um, the construction on a house or the renovation, you know, and I need those little pieces. And, you know, there's, there's just everything so segmented. I know my husband still writes notes on napkins and then stuffs it in his shirt pocket. And I'm like, oh, is that, was that a lead? Was that, what is it? Right. So it's the anti-napkin <laughs> approach yep. to doing things. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, you know, we're going to have a link. We're going to have a link here in the show notes. Uh, you can just go down and look at the show notes to uh, get a link to get more information about this, to find out more about it. Uh, so as we close up our time together, William, what, what uh, affirmation, book, uh, quote, thought, idea do you want to share with everybody? This is your moment to say, you know, give us your last parting thoughts. You know, I would just say that if you are a real estate agent out there, the biggest thing that you can do is find something that you're comfortable doing and also be okay with being uncomfortable, right? There's going to be a lot of situations in the your real estate career 
where you're going to need to be uncomfortable. But the more you're uncomfortable, the more you become comfortable and the more success you're going to see. And uh, put in the dials, put in the work, stay consistent and you'll you'll see growth. Yeah, I love it. And I think you can say that to mortgage loan officers, anybody, right? Any entrepreneur. I think that's the, the big thing here. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today, uh, William. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so glad that you have brought this to the market and maybe it's been out there a long time, but I'm happy to be able to spread the word about this because it is finally the place where there's a one-stop shop to solve all these problems and save a bunch of money and time and you effort and maybe even maybe you've got a team member who is just you know running around like a chicken with their head cut off trying to you know do all these things for you and if it could be pulled into one main source um that would save you time save that person time and you'd have the ability to and money and have that have the ability to hire another person to do something else for you so that you can continue to grow your business so what a pleasure it's been getting to know you thank you so much William for being on our show Thank you very much. I appreciate the time, Jen. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So take some action right now. Scroll down to the bottom of your, your phone here and click on the link that we have here for you to uh, learn more about this. Figure this out. If you're a loan officer, this is something for you to consider, but also learn about it. Try it out and then introduce it to your real estate agents. What a great value add this could be for them. Um, ask William to come on to one of your webinars. Have a webinar where you invite your real estate agents in and have them learn about this directly from him. Great value add as well. I'm always about the action. So take that action. If you've not yet subscribed or followed us, please make sure that you're doing that on YouTube and here as well. And last but not least, I want to remind everybody that May 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th, it sounds like four days, but it isn't. It's a three-day event plus a one-day event. Uh, we are having uh, Limitless and we're also having Power Presentation Intensive in Phoenix, Arizona. So make sure you're clicking on the link below for those and get yourself there. I'd love the opportunity to meet you in person. We'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.